Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. Today we have a returning guest. Lori Hill with the Christian Chamber of Commerce Tampa Bay has been on the show many times and I wanted to bring her back for our first show of 2014 because we need to kick off right. And Lori, thanks for coming back. I'm the lucky penny that keeps coming back. <laughs> the lucky penny. <laughs> Unfortunately, you can't buy anything with a penny, so I'd like to say maybe you're the lucky dollar. <laughs> okay. You can almost buy a coffee with a dollar if you're 55 or well, older at Well, according McDonald's. to God, I'm priceless. Priceless, yeah. absolutely. And I'm sure your husband, David, would say the same. Yes. Uh, so today we're going to be talking with Lori about five ways to incorporate your your, uh, your faith in Christ into your workplace. But first, we're going to start with just a review about what's the Christian Chamber of Commerce Tampa Bay all about, because there's all kinds of really cool things going on. But I want to just remind you of the scripture that I kind of put as the theme verse for I Work For Him. Romans 12, 2, in the New Living Translation, I love the way it says this. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. We, as Christians, we're new in Christ. We don't need to be thinking the way we used to think. And if our lives have been impacted by Jesus Christ, it should impact everything we do, including what we spend most of our lives doing, which is working. So, Lori, you know, we're, we're here to talk today about ways we can incorporate Christ in our workplace. But, you know, the Christian Chamber of Commerce has been such a blessing already to Pinellas County and Hillsborough County. And we've got people from Pasco and Sarasota and Bradenton coming. Yeah. 
that's what I want to start off talking about today. So, you know, let's just start off with just who are you, Lori Hill? <laughs> I am a servant of Christ. Yep. And uh, it's just been pretty exciting to uh, start the chamber. I can't believe it's almost been a year. Uh, we've been working on it for longer than that. But uh, just being called to do something like this. And I know some people really struggle with the word called, like if they're not called, but God has called us all to something. And so it's about listening to him and what he's calling you to do. Well, a lot of people get confused between, you know, that, that, you know, there, here's my gifts, talents, and abilities, and I must, I must naturally be called to something that uses those natural gifts, right. talents, and abilities. But one of the things I've learned as my faith has grown and as I've grown in my faith is that God often calls those mm-hmm. that are usable, and then he, he equips the called. Oh, that's definitely what's happened here. <laughs> right. Because, you know, if, if we think we've got it all figured out, we don't need God. Yeah. And so, th- like, just with this radio program, I'm, I'm nine and a half months into this radio program. This was something I never planned on doing. You're almost full term. Yeah, I'm almost full term. <laughs> We're going to birth a new one, Michael. Maybe we'll add a week, an hour next week. Okay. All right. I'm not sure how to respond to that. Lori, before we get into the conversation, anybody you want to say hi to on the radio today? I'd like to do a shout out to my husband, David, to my daughter, Amber, and to my son, Brady Hill. And Brady's working where now? He is working as a chef over at the Epicurean Hotel. He's actually in charge upstairs with the um, at the Edge, which is the rooftop grill on the top. It's a brand new hotel in South Tampa off of Howard. It's pretty exciting. If y'all haven't checked it out, you got to go over there and check out the uh, new the new place. You have to work on getting Brady to have us do a live show from there on a Monday oh, afternoon. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would they be would fun. love that. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. And then we'd get the free food. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> you know, we've got Amber in the studio today. Don't expect to hear much from her. She is mastering the executive session of the uh, uh, Kindle. Right? Yeah, She's it's, got the it's Kindle. Candy Crush. Candy yeah. Crush. Yeah. <laughs> which I understand is the, the biggest craze for all children under 30. Yeah, so, okay. I hear that too. All right. So what's going on with the Christian Chamber of Commerce Tampa Bay? Last year you launched in April mm-hmm. and and working alongside you we've been talking about this for years mm-hmm. but you know we started in June of 2012 really pushing 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 and we launched in April of last year and we had nine fantastic lunch meetings at Feather Sound Country Club uh, <laughs> on the on the third Wednesday of every month and we averaged by the end of the year we were averaging over 70 people yeah. for lunch yeah. so what's new for 2014 with the Christian Chamber growth growth I, I'm really excited about the things that we have planned. Uh, we're heading into, like you said, your, our second year. I mean, not technically, but, you know, 2014. And uh, I have been given the opportunity because of the growth to pour, m- put more time uh, and business time towards the chamber to move it forward. So we're looking for uh, new meetings that are going to be opening up, uh, new skill building workshops, uh, new areas that we're going into. Like you said, Pasco, West, Wesley Chapel, Ybor City, Manatee Sarasota's nipping at our heels. So it's pretty exciting because it is a regional chamber uh, for the Tampa Bay. And we're also looking at joining the National Chamber, which has just been implemented uh, in Virginia and covers the entire nation. So it's very exciting. So when you say you're going to expand into Pasco and Wesley Chapel and Sarasota Bradenton and Tampa, what do you mean? 
those will be meetings that we'll be having. What we currently are doing now, we're always looking to at the programming to see if it's appropriate for what we're doing. Obviously, fits within our mission and our vision. Uh, but uh, what we're doing now, uh, we've been doing in Pinellas that also has covered uh, Hillsborough, and like you said, they're coming kind of from all over the place, is business building lunches. Uh, we've been doing business feature Fridays at members' uh, businesses, uh, and we're now implementing our skill building workshops. Uh, we have uh, prayer um, meetings. Uh, there's a lot of different things that we've been implementing, and it's been uh, it's worked out so well. We've had such a good uh, report from people that have been coming that we're going to implement those exact things in those those areas of the counties also, so they won't miss out. All right. So talk to me about the skill building workshops. What do you mean? Okay, skill building workshops. You know, you can get those through a lot of different venues, a lot of different uh, organizations you might be a part of, but ours are going to be a little bit different. How we're building our skill building workshops is our members obviously have skills in what they're doing, gifts, talents, and abilities that has led them into the type of business that they're doing. So for example, um, one that's coming up is, the first one that's coming up is on January 24th, and that's going to take place at McAllister's over by International Plaza. And it's about leading to results, leading for results. And that's being taught by Lisa Hudeman of Black Diamond Associates. And so she's one of our members that uh, this is what she does. She coaches. Well, Lisa's been on the show. Yes. She see? wrote The Value of Core Values. Yeah. We spent a whole day talking Which about was that a incredible God-written book. book. Yeah, it was a God written book. She is not a writer. That was not what she had planned on doing. Um, but she does have the skill, and uh, we're really excited. And I hope people will sign up and be a part of that, that class because I, how it's different is you. You could go into a business planning meeting and learn how to implement results for the for the rest of the year. But this has the portion of leading to results through Christ. You know, how you put Christ into your workplace and then produce results that are of a profitable value for your business. Yeah, and that's excellent. I think the, the highlight for me over the last nine months was the, the monthly speakers. You know, last yeah. in December, we highlighted the, our very own Pete O'Shea. Uh, <laughs> started us off with a comedy routine and then and let us just uh, how to make an impact. I can't remember the exact topic. Sorry, Pete, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> but next month, we're bringing in Tom and Pam Wolf with Identity and Destiny. And Identity and Destiny was a book that I read last uh, really from March until June, all about who are you in Christ and what are you supposed to be doing in Christ? And, yeah. and I'm so excited to have them come because that's a study I think every Christian and anybody in business should be going through. I mean, it's an eight-week study, but every Christian really should be going through that and how you impact your workplace. All right. In the first section of our show, we started talking once again with Lori Hill, the CEO of C3TV, the Christian Chamber of Commerce, Tampa Bay. We're about what, you know, we didn't really get started on this, but we're going to talk about five ways to incorporate your faith in Christ in your workplace. But right before the break, we started talking about the who our upcoming speaker is for January. Mm-hmm. So in January, we're bringing in Tom and Pan Wolf with Identity and Destiny. They're a locally grown author couple that developed this workbook that I'm just passionate about called Identity and Destiny. And our good friend, Kathy Norris, is the one that made me go through it, kicking and screaming. <laughs> and that is true. And it is absolutely true. And I I am so grateful to God for Kathy Norris because this book has made a huge impact in my life just on how I look at things. So I'm really excited that they're going to be sharing with our group. Yeah. 
we're, this is going to be exciting. Uh, they're obviously this is something that you know came to them uh, beyond what they were already doing. They're entrepreneurs, uh, writers, speakers, and they've both worked for major corporations. And so you know this is one of those things that God had asked them to do. Right. You know that has made a difference in people's lives, and that's that's kind of what we're talking about. I mean, how can you make a difference uh, in the workplace or in personal or professional life? How can you do that? All right. So talk to me about why did you found C3TB, the Christian Chamber of Commerce, Tampa Bay? Why? Hmm. You know, I, I get to ask this question every time I meet with somebody, and there's so many reasons. Uh, you and I have talked about it quite a bit, Jim, but uh, one of which is that Christians have made a bad name for themselves. Uh, you know, some of the worst people I've ever done business with were Christians. They, they don't do what they should be doing. Uh, they don't follow through on what they should be following through on. Um, they, their business is not above and beyond where it should be, you know, what Christ would be doing. And so those questions need to be asked. Am I doing what Christ would, that WWJD, what would Jesus do in my business? And it is his business. Yeah, I just reread that book for the. Did you? I, have read, I read that book almost in thirty years ago in his steps, which was written in 1896 right? by a pastor who decided he was going to challenge his congregation to only make decisions based on what would Jesus do. Yeah. And it's such a fantastic book. I believe I'm going to incorporate it into business his way and make that be one of the recommended readings. It has produced over 30 million copies of that book. It's phenomenal. And it's what drove those WWJD yes. bracelets. Yeah. So anyway, going back to that, but that's right with Christians. Yeah. You know, that's why I say it at the beginning of every show. You know, if your life has been impacted by Christ, then your business should look decidedly different yeah. than your non-Christian competition. And if it doesn't, there are major things that need to be changed. Right. And so by doing what we're doing with the Christian Chamber, we're actually the business skills that we're teaching incorporate Christ into those business skills and also teaching boldness. You know, we only get once around here on this earth and uh, and then, you know, our hope is to be living eternally in heaven. But while we're here, you know, our calling is to to reach others for Christ. And so if we're spending a majority of our day at work, when are we reaching others for Christ? You know, I met a gentleman recently this last week and um, he said, well, I don't have to have a fish on my invoice or a scripture on my invoice for people to know I'm a Christian. I said that's correct. So let me just ask you: How are people? How do? How, how are you differentiating yourself? How are you standing out as uh, a follower of Christ? And he said, by my business practices. And then we got deeper into that. So I was asking him how how are those being shown? Well, I'm fair, and I do what I say I'm going to do. And I said, can you support that with scripture though? Have you and no, I really can't. And so we went through that and it was great because he was doing the right things, but he didn't know necessarily why he was doing the right things. And he also didn't see that Christ had already taught those right things. Absolutely. It's incredible. Okay. So talk to me about the impact that C3TB, and I keep saying C3TB because that's the website, C3TB.org. <laughs> the Christian Chamber of Commerce, that's the C3, Tampa Bay. That's the TB. C3TB.org. Check it out online. Talk to, talk to me about 
give me an example of an impact that you've seen made already by the Christian Chamber of Commerce Tampa Bay. Um, I think the biggest impact has been the relationships that are being built. Uh, it's interesting because I tell everybody, and they don't always believe me until they experience it, but I tell everybody, especially at like the business uh, building lunches, that you're not going to be able to meet all 70 plus people in that room. But God's going to sit you next to somebody that you need to meet. Now, it could be somebody that you need for your business, or you could be for them. And uh, I've been getting so many stories about that exact situation happening, building relationships, business happening. I, I, you know, I know that uh, there's another networking group out there, very well known, BNI, where they track the how much money comes through the referrals that they do with each other. I believe that that we're seeing that already with the Christian Chamber that money is being made. But we're not tracking it. We're not tracking no. it. Well, I, I would tell you, I, I've seen, I seen and heard from more people going. This has been incredible for my business not only does it encourage me in my faith but it also I'm getting business from this yeah and so that's what really differentiates yes. us from other chambers right we're not telling people not to join other chambers we're, right. t- we're telling people because we want them to take what they're learning in the Christian chamber and incorporate it into the other chambers we want them to take their faith into the workplace that's full of people who haven't heard about Jesus right but when they're at the Christian chamber everything we do is decidedly about Jesus Christ well and the other thing and you you talk about this quite a bit about that not everybody goes to church. We know this, right? If they did, the churches would be overflowing, you know, but they don't go to church. So where are they receiving their spiritual fulfillment? It could be through a variety of different places, um, but this is another outlet for them. I've had people come up to me, literally some of them in tears and say, I have been so filled. I don't come here for business. Even though they have a business, I come here to be spiritually filled. And they feel comfortable because we can pray together. We do pray together. Um, we, we share each other's needs, business and personal and professional. And you connect with people so that you can sit down one-to-one and, and really get to know somebody. Yeah, and there's great networking before the meeting. And during the meeting, there's a fantastic meal, a great speaker. And then we have a discussion section mm-hmm. where not only do we discuss what the speaker's saying, we also get a chance to pray together, too, which, yeah. is, which is awesome. All right. So give me the, the overall, your mission statement or, or your, yeah, your vision. Well, I don't know. Give me your mission statement. Sorry. <laughs> well, the vision is to unify the business communities to glorify God. And, uh, and that's really what we want to do, whether they're believers or non-believers. Our hope is that this chamber will also bring people to Christ. Uh, we want to be a resource. We want to network. We want to be missions based. We want all those things to happen. Uh, as long as they're biblically based, then we want to be able to be doing that for the members and the visitors and to bring them together. I pray that we we do make a difference in people's lives on a soul soul level that some people walk in there that don't know the Lord. And, and I can tell you, I know that has happened and uh, that they just kind of hear something that really touches their heart and the Holy Spirit uh, speaks to them. No, it's awesome. It's a great event. You know, and if you get there at 1130 on that third Wednesday of every month at the Feather Sound Country Club here in Pinellas County, uh, you're out of there by 130, but you've been not only impacted by new relationships, but impacted by God. And that's what's really, really cool. All right. Your theme verse is Colossians 3, 23 and 24, which says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. And, and I think that's that perspective is so important that we recognize that we're not just serving our boss, Bob Johnson. We are serving Jesus Christ, and that should impact 
everything we do and everything we say in the workplace. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, it's funny because I, I don't know if you saw the cartoon recently on Facebook uh, where somebody gave Jesus a gift and he's holding this little church in his hands and the little caption underneath it uh, says, did you like your gift? And he said, I, I don't know. I don't know how to get them out of the box. <laughs> So, yeah. And isn't that interesting? Because the church isn't the people, isn't the building. It's the people. And I, I would say, you know, this year, since we're starting off the new year, I would encourage people to get out of the box and uh, and be bold and and be a part of the Christian Chamber of Commerce because we can encourage you, res- give resources to you, and uh, build you up uh, business-wise, spiritually, and and it will make a difference in your life. <laughs> All right. So on the top of my list, on the top of my list of things, you, ways you incorporate Christ in your workplace, my number one is pray for your people. Mm-hmm. And here's what I mean. I mean, you as a manager, you as a supervisor, you as the owner, you've got people to report to you. Pray for those people by name. Find out the names of their spouses if they have them or their significant others. Find out the names of their children and pray for those people. And then after you've been doing it for a long period of time, go back to those people and say, you know, I've been praying for you, but is there something specific I can pray for you about? You know, if you want to get involved in this conversation today, you can call into the studio, 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929, if you have a suggestion. Lori, what's your number one? Okay. Well, I don't have them in any specific order. Oh, okay. Okay. But so I'll, this could be number two. I'll kind of piggyback okay. with, with your pray for your staff. Um, I would say that you also need to pray over other businesses. Um, they could be even your gulp competitors. Yeah, because God calls us to pray for enemies. So pray over your competitors. Pray over those businesses that you'd like to succeed, like the small businesses, you know, shop local. Um, The ones that are in your neighborhood, you could even walk by them and pray over them. I think it's really important. Prayer, obviously, is, you know, your conduit to Christ, and he wants us to be praying for them. Only that, but it changes your mindset. I would agree. The prayer thing is a powerful deal. And praying for your competitors, I've had the opportunity to pray with my competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, my competition with Platinum, there's a lot of great owners that run IT managed services business in Pinellas and Hillsborough County. They're not as good as Platinum, but they're good guys. And uh, <laughs> it's my job. You're a little biased. Um, no, I'm not biased. We're, we're that good. Okay. Um, and But I've been able to meet these guys and pray with them over lunch, and, and it's fantastic. All right, so my number two is look for opportunities to pray with people right during your day. We all know what people look like on a day-to-day basis, and but some days they come in and there's like a dark cloud over their head, mm. or you could just see that they are not the same person they normally mm. are. To be able to shut the door, sit down and say, hey, you, it's, it just show you care, and say, hey, I notice you're not, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Can I, you know, tell me about it? And then when they tell you about it, can I pray with you about it right now? Right. You ask permission. Right. Because if they say no, you say, no problem. I'll go back to my office and pray. That's right. But pray specifically with your people. It is powerful. It opens up the most incredible conversations, and it lets them hear how you talk to your Heavenly Father. It's great. Not only that, but I think they'd be surprised. Oh, well, the, yeah. you know that you know. First of all, we know it changes lives. We've heard testimonies on that. Absolutely, so, I've read the Bible. It's changed a lot of lives. Well, there's that. All right. So, what's your number two? Um, I would say, and I stole this, but that's okay. Um, I would say that an, an, a, a boss, an employer, needs to think about giving their staff, paying them for an hour a week, to not be on at work, but be doing ministry work. 
So if they say, you know, I'd really like to go down to the local food uh, pantry and give an hour of my time, you pay them for that time. You're encouraging ministry, but you're also encouraging, you know, Christ's service to the community. So I, 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 that would be one of my number ones for how you can really encourage that. And logistically speaking, though, you probably have to pay them for two hours because you're going to have travel time. Travel time, yeah. Right. You know, that type but of thing. But that's okay. Well, so you're saying, I mean, so do you think they'd be more productive in the office if they know that they're going to give two hours away at the end of the day? Well, I, I absolutely know that that's true because the person I stole this from <laughs> said that that's already been happening. Um, that they have seen they're happier because they're doing something that is giving to other people. And when we do that, God's put that into us, that we just find joy and contentment from that. Who'd you steal it from? Well, I got it from Laurie Ann Vincent. From, from Red Palm Red Marketing. Red Palm Marketing. She stole it from somebody else. So it's a good steal. It's a good steal. Yeah. Well, I, yes, I, I, it goes right along with my number three. My number three is serve your employees. Make sure you're willing to do anything that you ask them to do, which includes sweeping the floors, taking out the garbage, and cleaning the toilets, or as Archie Bunker <laughs> would say, the turlets. Okay? Because if you're not willing to do those things for your people, they think you're too good for them. Mm. You need to be willing to do whatever you ask them to do. If you're asking them to get all dirty, jump in and get dirty with them. Then they find out that you're real. They need to know who you are. You need to be transparent with them. That's your only chance you're ever going to be able to tell them about Jesus if they know that you're real and that you really care. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I would say my next one would be uh, when right now is the time of year where people are doing their business and marketing plans. And you may have already done your business and marketing plan, but many upper management do not share that with their lower management or their lower uh, their team. Uh, they might post up the top five, et cetera. But what I would say is I'd say include your staff on what your business and marketing plan is. But before you do that, first of all, include Christ into the business and marketing plan and then share show them how you did that because it's like you know teaching a man to fish instead of just you know giving them the fish it's you're showing them how to put a business and marketing plan together but with the twist about how to put it together with christ at the center of it that's powerful and i think that you know that you go back to that book you mentioned by lisa huddeman lisa huddeman earlier mm -hmm. the value of core values she talks about being very intentional on how to build christ into your marketing plan your your mission your vision your values and also the book the impactor by dr jim yeah. harris that we talked about yeah. uh, both of those incredible authors have talked about here's a practical way to incorporate jesus into your everyday right all right so my number four this is a big one Admit when you're wrong. <laughs> Apologize to your people. You know, business owners, supervisors, but that means managers. You're weak. Yeah, it means you're weak. That's right. Just like our Savior. Yeah. Because he was weak and he died for us and won the battle through mm -hmm. weakness. That was fantastic. But that's what humans think. That that's right. Mm -hmm. I agree. They they do think that they're just wrong. Yeah. One of the most powerful ways to break down the hard heartedness of your non Christian employees, your non Christian coworkers, is just admit that you're human, mm -hmm. that you make mistakes and you take responsibility for your screw ups. It also helps them take responsibility for their screw ups. Right. But it's huge. It is the absolute number one thing you should do as a manager is admit when you're wrong because you have to be transparent with these people if you're going to share Christ with them. They have to see that you're willing to admit you're wrong because we're all human. Well, let's take that another step further with my next one, which is share your testimony. You know, the the thing is, it, a lot of people will say, you've shared too much with me or that's not professional to do that. And mine would be that you need to tell them where you came from and why you are where you are now. 
because if they understand that, then they're going to understand you better. And you're going to be able to work with them better. They're going to be able to work with you better. We're all a product from the past, our past experiences. Well, and sharing your testimony, I had a conversation with one of my employees last week. I have a little sign up on my wall. Don't judge people hmm. because they sin differently than you do. <laughs> they sin differently. <laughs> Don't judge people because they sin differently than you do. Yeah. And that is so often the case. Yeah. Well, you are a blankety blank blank. Whatever it is, fill it in the blankety blank blank. <laughs> we need to stop. And it gave me an opportunity. We need to stop judging people. That's that's number one. But really, when you look at my number five is, you know, Put conversation prompters on your desk, on your walls, in your emails, whatever it is. And I put that sign up on my wall, and my employee goes, that's kind of a funny saying. And I said, absolutely, but it's so true. Everybody finds themselves judging other people when, in God's eyes, all sin is sin, and it all causes us to fall short of his glory. And that's what Jesus came to save us from. You know, I have an example of that, actually. Um, real quickly, the I worked with a woman. She was the uh, secretary at a church, and she was extremely overweight. And uh, she just loved food. And one day she came to my office, and she was crying. And she said, it happened again. And I said, what happened? And she said, I've been judged. And I said, what are you talking about? And she said, it's so easy for people to judge me because of my weight. Um because they can see my sin on the outside. But the, I, yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. She said, That's but right. I can't see their sin, and I know that they have sin, but I don't judge that. Every time I'm holding a Mountain Dew, people are judging me. Well, don't judge me because I like Mountain don't Dew. Don't drink that. You coffee drinkers. <laughs> my last one is, I think you should do everything you can to bear fruit with your staff. Uh, show love. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. You know, and if you can't, bear that fruit with them, how are they going to be able to mirror that back to you? Yeah, I pray through the Holy Spirit, the list of those fruits of the Spirit every day. And the one I pray on the most is gentleness. Because I, I say, Lord, and just, Holy Spirit, just pour gentleness out of me because then people will know that Jesus is real. Because if they, <laughs> they see me as gentle, then they will know that I have been changed by Jesus Christ. Because that's the most that's the most incredible part of it. Well, we all struggle with at least one of them, at least. <laughs> well, I struggle with that one. Gentleness is not my gift. Self-control is mine. <laughs> well, self-control is right there with them all. That's right. Okay, Lori, we've been talking about five ways to incorporate Christ into your workplace, and we ran through that list pretty fast in that last segment. Mm -hmm. Let's just review them. My number one was pray for your people. All right. And my number one was pray over your neighborhood businesses and your competition. All right. My number two was pray with your people, especially when you notice that they're down and out. Okay, and my number two was to give one hour a week, to pay for one hour a week, to uh, have your employees serve in the community. All right, my number three was serve your employees. Make sure you're willing to do anything you ask them to do. And my number three was to share your testimony with your staff. All right, my number four was apologize. Admit when you're wrong. It's so powerful, and it's such a transparent act. And my number four is to include your staff in on your business and marketing plan that is incorporating Christ into your workplace. All right. And my number five was put conversation prompters on your desk, on your walls, just let, and change them around because you got to change them up. Otherwise, people get used to them, like mine, which says, don't judge somebody just because they sin 
differently than you do. Lori, your number five. My number five is to make sure that you are bearing fruit with your staff, uh, showing love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's right. And you're working on self-control and I'm working yeah. on gentleness. And for all our friends out there, pray for us. Yes, okay. please. All right. Now, in the last few minutes, I want you to go through what are the activities coming up for the month of January for the Christian Chamber of Commerce, Tampa Bay, C3TB.org. All right. So the first activity will be this Friday at 7.30 a.m. Yes, I did say a.m. And God is up, I've been told. Uh, So we're going to be meeting at Harmony Home Health in Largo. And that is our business feature Friday. It's an awesome event where we pray over each other's businesses, have a devotion, do a lot of networking and eat. Because when Christians get together, we do it better when we eat. Okay. So speaking of eating, our next uh, meeting will be our business building lunch on January 18th at the Feather Sound Country Club. And I would get there by at least 11.45, goes to 1.30. And we have great uh, speakers coming up, Tom and Pam Wolf. And then our... Uh, With Identity and Destiny. Sorry, we're talking yes. all about Identity and Destiny. Identity and Destiny. One well, of the greatest workbooks I've about, ever been through. Yeah, they're talking about life's sweet spot. That's oh, the topic. Which is what, where you are in Christ and what you're supposed to be doing in there Christ. There you That's go. That's that sweet the spot. The sweet spot. And then uh, January 24th, again at 7.30 a.m. at McAllister's Deli in the West Shore area area of Tampa over by International Plaza, we are going to be highlighting um, Leading for Results, and that's being led by Lisa Hudeman of Black Diamond Associates and the book, The Value of Core Values. So a lot of exciting things going on, and by February, we'll be adding uh, these meetings into other parts of the Tampa Bay area. So very exciting, lots of things going on, and I'll be doing a lot of meetings as long as the executive board, which Jim, you are part of, will be meeting with a lot of our members. And and uh, encourage you all to get online. And also, we have uh, put up our blogs on the on the website. And besides our events, and uh, Jim has reviewed a bunch of books. You can read about those and decide which books you'd like to read and maybe even purchase over at Karis. So there's a lot of great stuff on our website. So I do encourage you to check that out. we got a lot of really exciting things going on. Yeah. And really, the best place to go and find out about the Christian Chamber of Commerce Tampa Bay is their website. That's right. c 3 tb C3TB.org. You can sign up right there on the website for the next lunch. And yes, you do need to pre-sign up. We need to know that you're coming. And if you sign up, you get a heavily discounted price over just showing up at the door. If you show up at the door, it's not pretty. It's not. No, you really just need to sign up way at a time. And that, that luncheon will be the best one of the year already. Absolutely. <laughs> it will be unbelievable. Uh, thanks for that courtesy laugh. Yes, Sorry. It the, was pretty funny. Yeah, okay. All right. So we've got about a minute left. What is one thing you want to encourage Christian business owners and Christian employees? What's one thing you want to say to them as they head into 2014? I would say be intentional, be bold. Intentionally put Christ into everything that you do. Do not let fear get in the way. The Bible mentions many times, do not fear. We have nothing to fear when God is in our workplace, when he is leading our company and he is in charge and he is in control and we realize that there'll be no anxiety. So be intentional, be bold. All right. And I would add on to that. The thing I would challenge all Christian business owners and all Christian employees to do is this year, be transparent. Mm. Let people know when you're struggling. Let people know when you're relying on the Lord. Let them know that you're real, but that your faith is applicable. Let them them know that your faith is really you're applying it on a day-to-day basis. Let them know that you're reading the Bible. Let them know this stuff. And it gives you an opportunity to talk about your faith in Christ. 
All right, so listen, has your life been radically affected by Jesus Christ? Are you running a business? Does it look different than your competition run by a non-Christ follower? Are you perplexed with exactly how to incorporate your faith into your business so that your business does look and feel different? If these questions or today's topic find you desiring a deeper understanding of how God fits into your workplace, then check out Business His Way. It's a biblical mentoring process designed for you to learn how to follow our Lord in your workplace. And it's brought to you by C12 Tampa Bay and I work for him. It's basically an introductory course on how to learn how to incorporate Christ in your workplace and it'll feed right in to becoming a C12 member down the road. For more information, contact me at jim at iworkforhim.com. That's jim at iwork, the number for him.com. All right, next week on the I Work For Him show, we'll be talking with Dr. Janine Perolini about her book on transformational servant leadership. I read this book a couple of months ago. I was so intrigued by it. I got Janine on the phone. We talked about it for quite a while. She's from the frozen tundra, just like me. (laughs) She's up there in Minnesota, and I'm so excited to have her on the show next week. This is a book all about how to apply Christ-like servant leadership in your workplace. You've got to get the book. Next week, I'll be giving away a free copy of it at the end of the show. You'll have to email me then. All right, about my advertisers. My sponsors are people I trust, people you can trust. Please do business with them. Look for links to their company websites listed on our website, iworkforhim.com. And on the I Work For Him website, you'll find all kinds of great resources, including the show schedule, the guest schedule, and all kinds of recommended reading and writing resources for incorporating Christ into your workplace. And the one I'm recommending, as because it's a highlight for the Christian Chamber this next month, is Identity and Destiny. If you would like to get your message out to thousands of people every Monday night, you too can advertise on I Work For Him. I've got one one-minute spot left between now and July. It can be yours. Thank you to my guest today, Lori Hill, the CEO of the Christian Chamber of Commerce Tampa Bay. Lori, it was a pleasure having you here Thank you for having me back. It was a lot of fun. Lori's (laughs) getting really good at this. Someday she'll be taking the show, so like I said, I can go on a Caribbean vacation. I appreciate more. If you want to find out more about the Christian Chamber of Commerce, check out C3TB.org. C3TB.org. Please take time to like us on Facebook. Just search for I Work For Him. I do monthly or daily postings and weekly postings and also pictures of all my guests that join me on the air. Thanks to Michael Miracle. Oh, he doesn't have a song. For Thanks, running the controls and keeping me on, on time. He's done a great job today. Keeps giving me all kinds of finger prompts. It's great. All right. <laughs> if you found today's show inspiring or challenging, could you let me know? Send me an email. I want to know you're listening and if there's something you want me to be talking about, I want to hear it. Please send me an email, jim at iworkforhim.com. That's jim at iworkforhim.com. You've been listening to the I Work For Him radio program. I'm a Christ follower. I own my own business, but I'm also an employee. I don't know about you, Tampa Bay and across America, but I work for him. And you're afraid that your life's been wasted. So I hope if it's only going to let you down.